if people don't feel empowered, they're not going to bother to make a change. They're not going to try and make a difference. They're just going to let it ride. And I think when you, you don't feel empowered when you can't see any you know, positivity or any sort of solutions or any optimism. So I feel like in general, all of us that are doing um, like what you're doing, what I'm doing, I feel like it does help combat that kind of, oh, what's the point? Welcome to Hey Change, the podcast where we question the truth and find happiness in new realities. My name is Anne Therese, and I'm so excited to have you here on this journey with me. So now, let's get ready to embrace some change. Wow, guys, last episode of 2018. Where has this year gone? Isn't it crazy how time just flies? Anyhow, I'm excited as always for a new year and I have a feeling that 2019 will bring a lot of positive news and events that we can feel really good about. But before we fully embrace all the new to come, I wanted to wrap up these past 12 months by highlighting my very own favorite this year of positive news and exciting innovations. So you can find that list on my website, heychange.net, under news to be excited about, or via the link in my Instagram bio, which is Therese Bengtsson. I also wanted to end this podcast year with a bang, so what better way than to talk about just that, the importance of positive news. So, ladies and gentlemen, dogs and cows, this is Georgina Powell, a true eco-warrior and the founder of the positive news magazine, Pebble. Pebble is a magazine that's online and it's all about stylish sustainability. So it's we cover travel and food and fashion and design. So everything from your eco travel hotels to ethical fashion. And we really try and showcase the fact that if you want to live a more ethical lifestyle or want to you know, live a, li- a little more lightly on the planet, you really don't have to sacrifice anything. Mm. It's just about shopping smarter, switching brands, and really being inspired by the ordinary people out there that are making huge changes whether that's kind of just in their daily lives and how they how they sort of impact and consume things, but also the people that are leading campaigns and really kind of pushing for pioneering uh, changes in, in every different industry. And for me, it, it came about because I was, I've been a travel editor and a magazine editor for 15 years, and I couldn't get anyone interested in amazing sustainable projects or kind of green innovation or pioneering biotech that's going to save us from plastic and I kept coming up against this sort of like oh no sustainable's boring no one's interested um you know just just grind and I just thought that's that's ridiculous because there's so many people that are interested and want some positive news and want to know how they can help and change their lives so it kind of started from there um just over 18 months ago and now we're up to just under 40,000 readers a month wow Congratulations. So, yeah, it, it feels really, it's been a bit of a roller coaster. Um, and we have a big sort of a US audience, so about 25% of our audience is US, and then about 50% in the UK and the rest of the world. But the thing everyone has in common is they, they come to the site for lots of different reasons, and they're all sort of blown away by how many different ways there are to get involved and how many different solutions are out there, mm. depending on your budget, depending on your lifestyle, depending on your interest. 
And I think for us, we kind of just bring everything together under under one roof. So yeah, it's pretty exciting for us. I keep hearing people asking me questions like, do you know of a site where you can just go and have it all on one site? Because there is a growing interest for it. And I think, you know, something like Pebble is amazing in that sense because it just enables people to collectively find it and like not having to seek it out for themselves. But so I just want to take it back a few steps, though, because you said that you were met with a lot of just like, no, and that's not interesting. And, you know, people don't care about that. Why do you think you were met with that reaction in your old job? Um, I think it's, it's I, so I was freelance when I'm, I was trying to pitch all these different stories. And I've worked with all the big newspapers and magazines in the UK. And I just don't think they think it sells, whether it doesn't appeal to their advertisers who are probably, uh, you know, plastic covers, throw away kind of products or whether they don't think the luxury market are interested and but I think it's it's very short-sighted because so many things have changed in the last few years you know from the kind of single-use plastic campaigns to people's awareness overall about their impact to people looking at microfibers and how that's the microplastics are ending up in the water you've obviously got the blue planet effect which was huge in the UK and I, I think kind of came over to the US as well um with David Attenborough sort of showing you know amazing pictures of what, what all the damage does in the in the oceans. And I think that, you know, people who don't think consumers are interested in this stuff is is really short sighted. Yeah. Um and for us there are so many opportunities um for brands to really make a difference and for people to really make a difference. And you were saying sort of, you know, we're the one stop shop for for all those things. And that's what I think makes us so interesting to lots of different people because they might come to us wanting to learn how to reduce their food waste, but then um, understand more about ethical fashion and that will influence then how they shop for fashion in the future. So hopefully we'd become this kind of joining the dots platform for for everyone. Yeah, I think you're touching upon a lot of important points because, I mean, me myself, I started just, you know, being more aware about the food I was eating and, you know, started going plant-based. And from that, I was just introduced to a whole new world of, oh, wow, there's so many things I can do as a consumer to really make a difference. So I got introduced to the fashion world and then now like the food waste world. And I think it used to be that people weren't interested in, in reading about this stuff because I, they, they just didn't want to know how bad things were, right? But because it's no one wants to hear that, even though that's what we read in the news all the time, like, oh, the world is going under and things are so bad and global warming, yada, yada. But I think now there's so many innovations going on. There's so many new companies, so many new fashion lines that actually enables the consumer to do to make good conscious decisions and still be fashionable and still have fun and still live life. And so I think now it's just a new platform for that kind of news because we, we feel good about reading that, right? Definitely. And that's exactly where we are, exactly where we come from. We, we kind of say we're the carrot, not the stick. You know, you're not going to inspire people to change if you just do doom and gloom all the time. Mm. So you've got to show people that the alternatives are stylish, they're desirable, they're inspiring. You've got to make people know about them and want them. And everything that we feature from skincare lines to ethical fashion lines to, gosh, shoes, food, everything, everything is sustainable and eco and ethical. And they're beautiful. They're beautiful products. They're amazing brands. And they've got great stories as well. And I think you you forget as a consumer when you're just shopping like from Amazon or from, um, I'm trying to think of American brands like Walmart or something, um, or Whole Foods, that actually if you the power you have is in your pocket and you can support some amazing independent brands as well. And the money then seems to work harder. You know, it's going to, to individual people rather than corporations. A lot of it's going to social enterprise. 
um, companies which give back into particular charities. So I think it's just about being a bit smarter and a bit more aware about where your money's going. For sure. And you feel so much more empowered as a consumer too when you do that. Definitely. It's so exciting. I've come across so many like hundreds and hundreds of new brands since starting this and I honestly want to buy them all. <laughs> like, I, I have to stop myself. <laughs> so w- would you say that the word sustainability has gotten a new kind of identity? I I struggle with the word sustainability, I have to admit, because to, to me it still sounds like a bit dull and a bit engineering-y mm-hmm. kind of you know, it, it's very sort of process driven, whereas I think it doesn't sum up the innovation and the excitement across lots of different industries. So we're still trying to find a different word or a different um, phrase to use, because I feel like it's still maybe a bit attached to like a very kind of um, dry, you know, maybe explanation of where things are going wrong and how they need to get better. Whereas actually what we're talking about is is incredible innovation in every industry and things that are truly, honestly, really exciting and really going to change the world. And I think we don't quite have the vocabulary yet that we need to kind of share and inspire people around all these different things. So I think it's really important to talk about things like positive news. I think it's really important to talk about the sort of the more fun side as well as the sustainable side, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I totally agree because I've struggled with similar things because I was trying to just put a word like, who am I? What are I try- What am I trying to promote? I mean, yes, I eat plant-based, but I don't want to say, hey, I'm the vegan. And it was just so many, like, again, so many of those words have like a negative tone to it because of like how they've been perceived in the past. And so what I came up with, like, okay, I'm, I'm an eco-warrior. And that was the most positive like title I could give <laughs> myself because, you know, it comes with a, a challenge. Like it's not going to be like just plain easy to go out there and like change the world but it's Definitely. a challenge so when you're a warrior like yeah I embrace the challenge and I want to do this and I'm optimistic so but yeah I, I totally see where you're coming from sustainability has you know a ring to it that may not be the most optimistic all the time because people do think oh it's boring and I've heard that before and whatever and there's a whole new a new dimension to sustainability has happened over the past few years in terms of fashion and innovation, and it's a very exciting one. So Definitely. if you've come up with a word, please let me know and I'll send you <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, well, same. Like, maybe that's a shout out to your to your listeners. Um, I think you know, you made a really good point earlier that you're saying you're plant-based and uh, not vegan because vegan can come with some quite strong connotations. And I feel like that's what we're lacking around sustainability. Like, you need a kind of the version of you know the equal of plant-based which is a bit softer it's a bit more flexible um it's a bit more modern and and that's you know something we're we're continuing to look for and and really come up with but i, I like your uh, i like your eco warrior that's pretty good too thank you, you you're, you're allowed to use it <laughs> it's not my word <laughs> um and since you're you know you must be so immersed obviously in all the positivity and the new amazing innovations and stuff so what would you say are some of your favorite stories that you've covered on your site lately Okay, so I was looking at this earlier today because we publish so many, I do lose track a bit. Um, so there's something that's there's a couple of things that have done really well for us in the last few weeks, and I think it shows again where people's interest are, um, interest is. And um, we put out a list of like zero waste shops in the UK becoming a huge thing. Um, so you know you can go and buy all your groceries and your dry goods and your cleaning products without plastic. So you take your own. Um, Tupperware or you take your own um, jars or everything to go and fill up and I think there were like three or four um, that I knew about at the beginning of the year 
and it's gone up to we had 22 last month and it's going to be nearly 40 when we update it later this week and that's just a huge explosion of really hyper local stores that are supporting each other but not kind of creeping into each other's sort of competitor zone um, and really pushing the kind of organic um, ethical non-plastic uh, shopping revolution that seems to be going on so that for us is, has been amazing and I think it's a, again a really positive way of looking at change yeah um, and then we've also had a, a really big story about a new um, website that's uh, just launched here in the UK called compare ethics where you can shop your values so you can go on and you can say I'm looking for vegan cruelty-free brands I'm looking for t-shirts or I'm looking for menswear and it will match you up with all these amazing um, ethical fashion brands um, and then you can go and buy straight from the site and I think that really combats one of the other problems we have which is that ethical fashion and a lot of these options they aren't as well known and they aren't as immediately accessible you know they're not on Amazon or they're not on like the high street or in the shopping mall so I think a lot of people just give up because they don't have the time to search around um, whereas you know people who are trying to make that that journey easier I think are really smart and, and really encouraging yeah first of all my husband's <laughs> gonna be so bummed now because he's been telling me about like there should be an app like that that you can just put in i care for these stuff and then show me what brands i have to pick from and i keep telling you well all your innovations you need to go and get it because someone else is going to start it <laughs> but that's amazing <laughs> well, definitely got the uk so yeah okay we can take the u.s market then all right <laughs> yeah no that's really awesome i think it's all about you know we are so we are busy today we have so many things to care about and we want to do good, but we need someone to just step in and say, hey, this is how you can do better and this is easy. Like, I'll show you the way. And so I think those are the most, sometimes the most amazing innovations out there are just technology and networks helping people to to come together. So that's awesome. That's Thank it. You. And it, it needs people at every level doing, you know, innovation in every industry. It doesn't always have to be immediately connected to kind of green living, but anything that makes that easier is, is going to be great. Yeah, for sure. Um, I also need to ask this question because part of me, I don't want to think that way, but maybe it's still the truth. Do you still get met with a lot of like naysayers and doubters to say that this is not a thing or, you know, it's still boring to read about or what are the, some of the, you know, comments you get? Um, I do, but I mean, I'm so, I guess I'm in a bit of a bubble because I'm so engrossed in this world that I probably don't meet as many uh, people who are doubters as I probably should. Um, but yes, they definitely are out there. And they tend to fall into two groups. And one of it's like, kind of, I can't be bothered. I'm too busy. Mm. Um, and hopefully we can, we can get those people interested by showing them, actually, it's not going to cost more. It's not going to put you out. It's not any less convenient. Um, and then the other ones that are like, oh, we're all doomed. What's the point? And I kind of think, and I think positive news is so important in, in really combating that because, if people don't feel empowered, they're not going to bother to make a change. They're not going to try and make a difference. They're just going to let it ride. And I think when you, you don't feel empowered when you can't see any you know, positivity or any sort of solutions or any optimism. So I feel like in general, all of us that are doing um, like what you're doing, what I'm doing, I feel like it does help combat that kind of, oh, what's the point, you know? Yeah. Um, because, you know, the more you read about how everything's disastrous, the less you're going to be like, oh, I can make a change. I can I can help, you know, change that. Um, so, yeah, I think I think those two groups are out there most definitely. But, you know, we're all chipping away at it. We're all chipping away at that change. Yeah, and I feel I I carry her inside me too. 
there are days mm. when I just feel, oh, what am I even trying to do here? You know, because yeah. you put on, well, I don't really have a television, but you open up the news somewhere and you read about all this mess in the world and how we are polluting the oceans and there's plastic everywhere. And I just actually the other day went to the beach to do a beach cleanup. And just in an hour time, I filled a bucket and I try, try to like pick up every piece of um, like styrofoam that was on there. It was just, you know, impossible because there were like tiny, tiny pieces. And it just mm-hmm. makes you realize that there's so much shit on this planet and how yeah. are we ever going to be able to clean it up? But then, you know, that's, I think, why it's so important that we have platforms like Pebble where you can go out there and read positive news going on. Because, yes, there's a fine line between, I think, educating on the problem but then you need to provide the solution so that you do feel empowered to make it make a change because we're just human beings. If all we get is just negative news and, you know, learnings about how the world is going under, we're not going to want to make a change. That's just inner human nature. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you're right. You know, when you when you come up against it, like physically like on the beach or maybe you're swimming in the sea or, you know, wherever you are. I think it does feel overwhelming, but you also, you know, no one's going to be able to do this on their own. It's not, it's not like saying one person can save the planet, but you look at the impact that's, you know, getting rid of straws, mm. how, you know, and how quickly that campaign has spread around the world yeah. and people are swapping back to paper or getting rid of them. And yeah, okay, it's a straw. It's not going to make, you know, it's not going to be the tipping point between changing the planet and not. But I think people get inspired and go, okay, well, that's quite easy. Um, we've done that like what else can we do Mm -hmm. and I think for us it's those we always say it's small changes big differences you know it's getting people started on that journey in the same way that if you try and reduce your food waste you'll probably then look at your plastic packaging and kind of be like oh I should redo something about that too Um, and it's just kind of getting people used to being active and making those decisions to do something different rather than just sitting on the sofa and going oh it's hopeless you know yeah but yeah I definitely have days as well where I'm like oh like what are we doing I mean I think we all do and I think it's we need to be okay with feeling that way sometimes because otherwise we will just crash but at the same time the whole podcast hate change is literally about embracing change and tiny changes in the right direction because like you say once you start in one spot like oh let's reduce the straw like, like I'm not I don't need a straw and then that opens up a world of awareness of, oh, what else am I using in my everyday life that I actually don't need? How can I change that? Can I bring my own fork? Could I maybe just bring my own coffee cup when I get coffee out? And then those tiny, tiny decisions will add up because we are 8 billion people on this planet. So if we all just make tiny changes, we will you know have a revolution going on like fairly soon. Absolutely. And there's small changes that don't cost a lot. There's changes you can make pretty quickly. And you can, like we were saying, you, know, you can see the difference. Um, you know, people are kind of, you walk into a restaurant or a bar in the UK and you see they've got plastic straws and you're like, oh, that's not great. Mm-hmm. Whereas it wasn't even in people's consciousness like six months ago, a year ago. And I think, you know, going back to your your point about making small changes, no one's perfect. No one gets up and lives a perfect day every day. It's just impossible. But it's that kind of like, okay, I'm going to try and I'm going to fail this day, but I'm going to start again tomorrow. And it's you know, if you make a few good decisions, it's better than making all bad ones. I have one question that I've been kind of battling myself a little bit, but I think I'm coming to a conclusion, but I want to hear your your take on it. If if you were to go out, like, with, with, with friends, let's say, or even just acquaintances, which is even harder, but you go out and someone orders something and gets a straw, like, where do you find your position in speaking up about that? It honestly depends if I've had a drink or not. <laughs> Okay. If I've had a couple of beers, 
then quite honestly, yes, I'll be like, uh, can I just tell you something really quickly? Like, do you need that straw? Um, I think with the, with friends, you can kind of be that person. You can kind of challenge them and you can make a joke out of it. Um, obviously, you don't want to be the idiot that's kind of embarrassing people or yeah. kind of shaming them. I think that's that puts people off, if anything, and then you're kind of, you know, you're counteracting your own argument. Um, it is difficult when people you don't know. I think it's, I think you've got to take it on a case-by-case basis. And I always think, you know, if you can just show other people what you're doing as well. Like, you know, I have a, a, a keep cup that I use every day and I kind of quite proudly display it as I'm walking along. So I'm, I'm like, well, if you look at it and think, well, that's a nice thing, maybe you won't get a disposable coffee cup next time, you know. Um, so I think there's lots of different ways you can do it. But I think challenging someone and being confrontational probably isn't the way to do it but maybe you know talking to them about why it's important or why you've chosen not to have one would be my kind of way to do it yeah if that makes sense totally I think it's always a challenge and I think like you say it's a case-to-case basis and also trying to feel it out like is this a time where I can bring it up because sometimes what I try to remind myself too is that there were certain things I had no clue about. If no one would ever have brought that to my attention, I wouldn't even think about it. So sometimes yeah. you, you, that one comment from you at one time could be can change someone's life. And um, and I think it is about, again, being the carrot, not the stick. Like we want to just um, inspire people to make better decisions. And the best way to do that is literally to live by example and just bring your own cup. And then, oh, wait, hey, you have your own straw with you? Why? And so, well, that's a conversation starter. Actually, I brought my own straw once to a bar and I just popped in to like hang out for 10 minutes and I didn't want to buy a drink. But what I did, I had my own straw <laughs> with me. So I just started like drinking from everyone else's drink. And they were like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, if you bring your own straw, this is kind of what you get. So <laughs> <laughs> I like that trick. That is yeah. a good trick. With your so own that straw. everyone's talking about my straw and, you know, before you know it, the ho- half the bar knows about the plastic issue and all that stuff. So that's you know, it. I think there's, it there's nice ways to do it there's, without kind of being like, accusational yeah um because no one wants that and and i you know i I get you know back in the day that some of the more sort of militant vegan um followers were quite accusational and kind of um you know why why isn't everyone vegan whereas i think it's a much better way to be like oh this is this is why i'm not you know um uh, a meat eater and things so yeah i think i think there's there's definitely work to be done with friends and acquaintances and sometimes the people you know the best are the hardest oh, for sure. to kind of get on board and I think also it's, it's important to remember that no one can change if they're forced into a change so it has to come from within and so you can never tell someone to do something and if you really want someone to change their behaviors you have to inspire and not just preach and yeah. you can go about that way you can have a much bigger success of doing it than if not so that was great. I just want to like touch upon it because like it is a, it is always a hard line to know when and when not it's an ongoing challenge but like for, and I think it's also about finding solutions for people so my partner um, absolutely loves Diet Coke and when we first met would get through bottles and bottles and bottles of Diet Coke to the point where I was tearing my hair out like we cannot have all this plastic in the flat and um, mm. what are we going to do with it and so we kind of piled up a week's worth and that really made an impact wow. of like oh yeah I can't do this anymore and then we went and found uh, more cans of Diet Coke and you know now she won't buy Diet Coke unless it's in a, a recyclable can and like we found an option and we I kind of presented her with the problem and a visual impact kind of you know here's what you get through in one week Mm. and I think that's a really good way to kind of get people to look at their behaviors as well um so partly positive and partly like 
this is this is what you cause yeah. um yeah but it's different for everybody i think another question i really wanted to ask you real quick is how do you feel like writing about positive change compared to what you wrote about before how has that changed your life um i'm a lot happier <laughs> Um, I spent years working in the food and travel uh, magazine world, so I was always writing about lovely things, but I used to travel a lot and sort of write about really luxury hotels, which sounds amazing, but after a few years, you kind of, one hotel blurs into another, and you just don't feel any job satisfaction because you're promoting just endless travel and, you know, all this kind of glamour, but not anything beneath it. Mm. So I think for me, one of the main reasons I, I started Pebbles, I wanted to give back, I wanted to connect more, I wanted to write about the stuff I was really passionate about and stuff that would help people um, and, and promote the people, the businesses and the, the stories that we, we love to tell so that they get more coverage and they get more awareness. So for me, it's, it feels really positive to be doing all those things and be able to connect the dots and we do a lot of collaborations in the, you know, if we know one brand is looking for someone else to partner with, we'll put them in touch. And we have a big Facebook community where lots of readers kind of ask us questions and lots of people will come in and share advice. And I really love that kind of connecting people together. Um, so for me, that's, that's you know, an amazing side effect of, of that. And I think there's there's empowerment in running your own business as well and, and sort of working for yourself, which it's really, really hard, but it's also you know, amazing and diverse and, and, you know, the best, for me, the best experience. I can only agree with you. I have a very similar <laughs> story on it, obviously. And I mean, I would like to say it's not a challenge or a struggle some days. And sometimes you're just like, oh, I wish I had it's a normal job. <laughs> you just get like, you know, security and, a, you know, set income, whatever. But yeah. then there's an added value to you know, being aligned with your mission and knowing that whatever you do, at least you're doing it, you know, to make this world a little bit better place, even if it's just about sharing other people's good news. And I think also, like you just said, in this world of sustainability or eco warriors or positive news or innovation, whatever it might be, I have a feeling that people in this world just want to help each other out. I mean, there are obviously competitors, but at the same time, I feel like that competitiveness just doesn't exist at the same, to the same extent. Definitely, that's what I found as well. Yeah, like people are just so happy to collaborate, and um, even when you're kind of doing the same thing, people want to talk and find out what you're doing, and not from a "we're going to do that too," but from a "how can we help you? How can you help us?" Um, and I think coming from, I came from a very competitive industry where it was all sort of secrets and kind of everyone kind of guarding their own information to, you know, it's absolutely blown me away. And, and I think as well, it's what's what I found is I'm working with sort of so many independent women and women running their own businesses and just conquering the world. And I think that's a, another lovely angle to it. Mm. So w- would you say that it's our responsibility as humans rather than maybe an option to seek out positive news? Do you think like, do you think we should as humans, like make that our priority to seek out the good news in the world? Um, that's a really good question. I think in the current landscape, it's about having balance. I would love to say yes, it's your responsibility because I think, you know, to be informed, responsible citizens, then then we probably do need to spend more time looking for positive news. And I also think you need a lot of balance at the moment. There's so much negativity, there's so much fake news, there's so much negative news. Um, 
trying to vary your news sources or your information sources, I think is a really good idea, mm. no matter which side of the political spectrum you're on or, or, or anything else. Um, so I think, yeah, there's lots of scope for expanding your horizons when you're sort of taking in lots of options and taking in lots of uh, stories. And there's some, there's, there's been such a boom in podcasts like, like yourself and independent magazines and, and sites and stuff that I think there's so many amazing people out there that, that don't get, you know, the, the huge traffic that obviously the, the really big guys get. Um, so I think, it, yeah, I think there's a lot to be discovered and you'd be surprised at, at what you might not know. Yeah. I think you hit it on the nail. To find a balance between knowing what's going on in this world, maybe get like, find a, cha- a news channel that gives you the snippets. Like, you don't have to like dive deep into all the problems and know everything because it will bring you down. But know what's going on and then find an alter- alternative positive news platform like Pebble. And then maybe find some podcasts you really like that you can listen to in your commute so that you do have that balance. Of, okay, this is going on. That's something we need to like work on. These are positive options or solutions we can focus on. And then I think also the third part is like finding time for yourself when you really reflect on how you feel about it and find your own opinion. Because I think it's just like you said, there's so many news, there's so many opinions, and we kind of get lost in like, well, what actually feels right to me? And I think if we just allow ourselves that time daily, we will feel much more grounded and mission-driven as humans to wanting to seek out the good news, but also to, yeah, I mean, I'm here. I want to fight for our planet. This is something that's worth working for. Definitely. And I think, you know, you don't have to take on every cause and every problem and every solution. It might be that you're like, okay, my, the thing that gets me most excited is, is working on food waste, or maybe it's working on marine conservation. So maybe you just focus on that for a bit. Um, and I think that, I think the meditation and reflection point is, is really, really strong. And, and a really good one. And I think you can then also join that up with, okay, I found some kind of people talking about global solutions for something I really care about. What can I do on the local level? What can I get involved in? You mentioned beach cleans earlier. You know, what could you do locally that makes an impact? Because I think, again, people look at this as a global problem and that gets overwhelming. And, you know, we feel very insignificant. But if you start making an impact on your local environment, that is that is empowering and that you can then see a difference and I think that's really important as well yeah I think it's I used to just started doing some local work like I just said and it's very empowering um, to be connected with people who feel who are like-minded and who also wants to make a change and it doesn't have to be it could be uh, two hours a month or something it doesn't have to be overwhelming like you, you mentioned and I think to take it to an even more individual level too, it is easy to feel overwhelmed and feel like this is a global challenge where actually with today's new brands and innovations, just as a consumer, you can make a big difference. So it's all about slowing down and asking yourself, like, what do I really need to buy? How can I buy that differently? How can I reduce my food waste or my plastic waste? How can I buy things in bulk? And what you just mentioned, what's going on in the UK with so many stores um, offering a um, plastic-free solutions to buy things you need at home. And so I think it's and really important to understand that that is making a difference too. You don't have to go to a rally or march or join, you know, a local force. You can also just be a conscious consumer and that is good enough too. Totally. I, I definitely agree. Um, yeah, all, all of the above. <laughs> 
I feel like you and I have very much things in common. We can just keep agreeing with each other all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. Just keep going around. Oh, but it's inspiring because you, you know, the more people you come across that agree with you, the more you're like, okay, we're all on the right track. Yeah. Um, Georgina, it's been a pleasure having you on my show, and I'm so happy that you on this mission with me and with Pebble. And it's time to wrap up with my final three questions. Okay. But before we do that, though, I just want to make sure that the listeners can find you. So how do we find Pebble and how do we follow you and read all your amazing news? Well, that would be amazing. So we are pebblemag.com. Um, and then we're on social media. So Instagram and Twitter and Facebook uh, at Pebble Magazine. And we have a Facebook uh, community called the Pebble Pod, which uh, anyone is free to join us on. And on any of those, you can find us on any of those platforms and then subscribe to our weekly issue which is free all right my final three questions are you ready okay hit me okay number one what does it mean to you to be a modern eco warrior um i think a lot of actually what you just talked about um i think for me it's noting and and being okay with the fact that being a conscious consumer might be your way of being an eco warrior um, you don't have to go to a rally. You don't have to, you know, start painting banners and, and protesting, although that is absolutely brilliant as well. Um, but I think it's just that caring about the planet and, and looking at every single thing that you do and kind of thinking, okay, what's the impact of that? To me, that is someone who is um, a modern eco-warrior, and I think that's amazing. If you could choose any headline to publish on your site in 2018, what would that headline read? Oh, um it would read single use plastic has been banned everywhere <laughs> everywhere wow everywhere. that's a big step but you know we manifesting things here that would be amazing I, yeah, i'm manifesting was... it with you <laughs> i think if i type that i would then like go on holiday <laughs> single use plastic is banned everywhere okay let's let's yeah. you know wait for that headline awesome okay the final <laughs> maybe question 2019. yeah tw- maybe 2019 or 2020 <laughs> but soon hopefully soon all right. To really set the listeners off to a good start, what makes you optimistic about the future and why? Um, what makes you optimistic? Oh, gosh, there's so much. But I think for a start, it's people like you and me. It's people like uh, your listeners, my readers. There's so many people out there who want to make a change and want to help and want to change the way things are going. That I just think that's so inspiring. And, and that's kind of what gets me up in the morning, definitely. There's, there's a huge shift in consumer uh, consciousness in in social consciousness of what we're doing and the impact we're having and i think that is cause for celebration and cause for encouragement um so it's all about the people power really we say on the site that pebbles make ripples so for us it's about inspiring people to go out and make those changes and they inspire people to go and make changes so um, i think there's a lot to be optimistic about Thank you again for tuning in today. I'm super excited to have you with me on this journey of change. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes. And if you have a minute over, please leave a quick review and some stars. Thank you. I'm also to be found on Instagram via the hashtag HeyChange or on my website, HeyChange.net. So please follow me and we can be friends. All right. Until next time, have an awesome day and don't forget to get out there and embrace some change.